One here too, Jim. There's a list to update you on here, okay? Joan Ball, who is actually going to come. She has a poem that she has wrote for you. Uh, West from Adelaide Collision. Logan Day, who was a guest just last week on the program, so that was kind of nice to hear from yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, Ab Chabar, and wow. if you hit the hit the hotline there. Yes. Okay, hit that. Yeah. Good morning. Hi. 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 It's Joan Ball. Hi, Joni. No, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Happy birthday, you old coot. Well, thank you very much. Nice <laughs> I to wrote a this. poem. Okay. I thought yeah. it was the best way to sort of sum up everything. Okay. You're called the voice of London. Okay. A man for many, he does observe and speak his truth with every word. For radio, he has a tongue, the talk of London, quite unsung. We listen to the diverse themes and try to reason with the schemes. Emotions move both up and down, and thoughts provoke from all around. For London ears, you work so hard. It shows, you know, we are so proud. And thank you greatly every day. So now you're 50. What can you say? Well, I can say thank you very much. <laughs> the very best. Thanks, Joan. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, I will, for sure. Thanks a okay. lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Joan Ball, our real estate expert. Nice to hear from the experts today. And uh, she'll be on a week from uh, tomorrow. Um, did you say Wes Kellen's called, too? Yeah, Wes called. From Adelaide Collision? Yeah. Uh, Wes would be too shy to go in the air, though. Yeah, he called actually during the news, so we yeah. can get him on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, again, Logan Day called. Oh, nice to hear from yeah. him. Abchabar, our friend Shane, who you know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, a whole bunch excellent, of them. Excellent. Well, it's been a great day. And you had some faxes there, too. Diane Cunningham, did you mention uh, that? Yeah, Di we got a nice one from Diane. And, uh, yeah, just one of those, wow. <laughs> I've talked to some um, pretty interesting people this morning. Too, but fun, yeah. you, so it's been yeah, fun for me. Absolutely. Too. Okay. Thanks, Ryan. Well, a couple of interesting people in the studio. Now, I'm, I, now, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's happening here. So I, I <laughs> happy birthday, Jim. Thank you. I, we sing happy birthday? Uh, Bob Metz and Jeff Schlemmer <laughs> here for Left, Right, and Center. I assume that we're going to do Left, Right, and Center. I haven't been told otherwise. But then with uh, what's been going on today, we just do not know. Um, we should find out, too, actually. Right. Ryan, Ryan are, are we now? Are we just doing the show now, right? We just go ahead. <laughs> as and... far as I know, we're going to carry on like a regular Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's only forty <laughs> minutes long. What a deal. Uh, guys, a couple of things out there that uh, that I thought uh, I'd like to pick your brains on, and and as we've said many times on the show, um, it's not always kind of adversarial. We don't always disagree. The three of us sometimes we do agree, and sometimes we just look at issues to you know kind of get a different perspective on them. I'd like to ask you about this uh, this vote by the Catholic School Board the other night to uh, in support of rescinding. Um, I think it's 54, is it, Jeff? You're the lawyer of the criminal code, oh, section 54. Whatever. It's the one that talks about allowing uh, a spanking, the reasonable, the application of reasonable force uh, to discipline a child, and teachers and parents are allowed to do so and so on. Catholic School Board has voted to support an initiative to remove that from the criminal code. So any kind of physical uh, uh, discipline at all would be banned. It would be illegal, in fact, both at school and at home. Um, we can certainly talk about whether that's a good idea or not. But I'd like to ask both of you, from the perspective, is this an appropriate thing for a school board to do? I mean, they, they've, they've banned it in their own schools. There's been no corporal punishment, I'm told, for about 30 years, according to, to Peter Whitehead yesterday. Um, do you think it's appropriate for the, for the school board to move in this? This is a fairly political move on their part. Well, they're a political body, I guess, uh, in that sense that, that it's not inappropriate for them to say what they think about something. Uh, if people don't like it, then they won't vote for them the next time. Um, as far as personally whether I think it's a good idea or not, I, I don't know the details of what they're considering, but I'm, I'm struck by how 
standards have changed even in the time that I've, I've had kids. My oldest is uh, almost 18 and my youngest is seven. And the way that we raise the two of them is so different. Um, and corporal punishment is a good example that uh, back in the early 80s, it was, you know, the thing that if a kid was really, really bad, then you spank them, whereas it would never occur to me to spank my seven-year-old. Uh, things have really changed. Now, why would it, what's the difference? I mean, were you, were you that much less informed then or? I don't know. Uh, Did it work then? Did it work on your oldest? Uh, <laughs> I hope she's not listening. <laughs> I hope she's in school. <laughs> well, she's a pretty good kid, so it seems to have worked in that sense. Um, but I don't know that it's working less well with the seven-year-old that we do timeouts. You know, there are other things, other sanctions that you use um, still. Although, uh, it's still the situation that, uh, you know, if you're in a crowded mall and he wants to act up and cause a big disturbance and stuff, you sort of grab him by the cuff of the neck or the ear and, and sort of hang on. And if he doesn't stop, you sort of squeeze tighter. Um, some people may say that's a real bad thing to be doing. I don't know. It, that works. But that's no different than spanking. I mean, it's well, still... One degree, I guess. It's the application of physical force to inflict pain. Yeah, and it may be illegal, I guess, if they're... Uh, if they're well, that's, there's no may. It will be. It yeah. w and you could be charged. Yeah. That seems to go a little far, and, I, and I'm somebody who would, who would generally support the trend. That is, that I think that it's good that we're doing a lot less uh, corporal punishment than we used to, and certainly when I went to school, they had the strap and so on, although uh, I don't know anybody who actually got the strap. I think the threat of it may have been more uh, the deterrent than the actual strap. Yeah, for me, I've ever heard the, the Bill Cosby description of the strap that his father had, and he said, well, we've ne we'd never seen it, but we had heard about it. <laughs> Big hooks that would rip well, the flesh off. <laughs> we saw it because my dad uh, was born and raised in Stratford, and when the public school he went to burned down, and he swore he had nothing to do with it, uh, he actually went, I don't know what the details were, but he went over and rummaged through the, the, the school and somehow came up with the strap. And that's the one we had at home, was the strap from whatever public school he went to. And it was one of these, <laughs> these uh, you know, not sort of canvas things dipped in rubber. Lord. Ooh, big time. So when you talked about the strap in our house, it was very serious. Didn't come out very often at all, but boys, oh, girls, you just talk about, should I open the drawer? You want me to open the drawer? No, 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 it's okay. I'll behave, I'll behave. Having said that, I don't know that that's... That that's you know, that much better than what we have today. As I say, when I think about my seven-year-old, there are other sanctions that are used if he's bad. And I don't know that he's, you know, wilder and crazier and, and not more ungovernable than the other two were. Bob, what about, uh, what about yourself? Is this, is this something that the school board should properly be addressing so we want to see the criminal code well, changed? I, I think part of the problem is I, I really don't believe in corporal punishment as, as a principle of actually getting anything done. Like when I went to the school system, through the school system in the 50s and 60s, the strap was in the schools. Mm -hmm and it never really seemed to rehabilitate anybody that i ever saw who got it boy did me and, um i got strapped once in school it worked for it me it worked for you absolutely well, till now the people so i recall <laughs> see our school possibly used the strap very sparingly and only in those desperate cases where someone was not responding to any kind of uh, other type of discipline and often those kids were quite self-destructive mm -hmm. just on their own mm -hmm. and giving them the strap wasn't actually anything that improved the situation I think when someone's misbehaving to the point where they're dis disrupting the class, the best option to be able to have is to remove them. Unfortunately, we've backed ourselves into a corner because we have basically compulsory schooling and compulsory taxation supporting the whole thing. So it's not as viable an option as it should be. So I think it's kind of a desperate measure to try and bring some kind of threat into the schools to, you know, straighten out those kids when I think really I'd rather see some sort of a uh, more constructive consequence to misbehavior. Is, is well, that I, the right way to say it? <laughs> and in fact, I was listening to, um, I, was it uh, Bob Rensman or, uh, 
Charles Harnick, the Attorney General, the Solicitor General, talking about sentencing alternatives and how they've recently expanded a program um, that I think is in Belleville and some other communities for young offenders where they don't send them through the court system, but they through the, send them through a citizen committee. Yes. And they consider other kinds of, uh, of sanctions. And I think what, like you mentioned shaming specifically as an example. And I think those are the kinds of things that can, can have much more of an effect on, on the way kids behave particularly. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I sort of, as Bob is talking, I'm thinking of the does violence beget violence. You know, if that's the problem to start with, is that going to stop it or just sort of uh, legitimize it? I, I want to change the focus just a little wee bit here and, and, and maybe broaden it a little. Um, what is happening here with the Catholic School Board and certainly lots of people in our community are, are looking for ways to increase the government's ability to, to interfere in our private lives. And one of the, uh, one of the things that we have guarded jealously is the uh, you know, man's home and his castle, a woman's home is her castle. The idea that what we do within those four walls, essentially, particularly with our kids and how we raise them and the values we inculcate and so on, that that really is none of the government's business. That that's, that's a place where you know, that's our responsibility and it's our right and so on and so on. Now, we know that a lot of people don't accept the responsibility, they don't take it seriously. Uh, but nonetheless, that's uh, kind of the underlying premise. The government has no business telling me or you or anybody else how to raise our children. Um, when we start talking about child abuse, and that's become much more public over the last few years, at least the public awareness has been heightened, that's where we start getting a little nervous about it. But there are, are still people who believe that, that uh, it's a very dangerous area to move into anytime we give the, the, the law, the government, uh, more access to our private lives. Jeff, does it bother you at all when uh, something like this? Because it is going to be a, instead of leaving it to your discretion as a parent, uh, the government is, and, and, and again, it could be, could be violence, spanking, it could be any issue. It's not really about the issue, but the government once again is saying, okay, we're going to take over that part of your life and tell you what you can and cannot do. Is that a, are you, does that worry you at all? Well, I guess, you know, as, as in this room, I'm probably the person who would most support government intervention generally for things and say that, uh, you know, if the community decides that something should go a particular way, then we may lose some individual rights. But certainly it does bother me in the sense that uh, I think that everything you do to, that takes a responsibility away from a parent and says the state is going to look after it is, is essentially not a good direction to be going in. You want to have parents feeling responsibility for their kids uh, for the good stuff and the bad stuff and I think that they are realistically the ones most highly motivated in most cases to deal with it I think where the problem comes in is is the exceptions what do you do with the exceptions uh, if you've got somebody who's in a situation where clearly they, they aren't getting any discipline they aren't getting uh, the things that they need as a, as a growing uh, uh, nascent adult what do you do? Do you just sit back and say, well, that's luck of the draw. You can't choose your parents too bad. Um, or do we say, here's some minimum standards, you know, below which we won't let anybody fall. And I guess that's what children's aid is, uh, you know, mm -hmm. at the bottom of the barrel, at the last resort. Um, but yeah, as far as, I'm just trying to picture how it would work. For instance, uh, we had the, there was a prominent case a few years ago in London where there was a couple from the States, I believe, mm -hmm. who were charged with spanking uh, a child in a parking yeah. lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I can't even remember how that came out, whether he was convicted or... I believe, I believe he was exonerated. Yes, he was. Yeah. Was he? Okay. Um, but, but again, anytime you talk about laws in a house, in a, in a private home, I don't know how effective you're going to be in enforcing those. Like, is the kid going to call 911 then, or what's going to happen there? Um, that, although that's something that I, I hear people say that they're concerned about kids saying, well, you can't uh, do anything to me, I'll just call Children's Aid. I think that's more of a myth than a reality. I don't mm -hmm. think that Children's Aid is going to come and make the, you know, take the kid out and put them in some better situation usually. But uh, 
realistically, I just wonder how in the heck you're going to enforce that. If somebody does give somebody a spanking, uh, what are you going to do? You also get into the uh, sort of unsavory thing, which we had with, uh, you know, is it... Uh, I remember hearing about this in the States where uh, the schools were encouraging children to... Um, to uh, rat on their parents. Yeah, rat on their parents. It was in. Re I remember one specifically in relation to some sexual offense or some. Well, I must tell you, Jeff, we had a call to, uh, yesterday from a lady who said that's what they're telling them in our schools here in London, that if your parents are doing such and such and so and so, and you know that's wrong, you should come and tell us. Yeah, and that's a real. I think that that's a destructive thing for a family from the standpoint of family. If you know, say so your, so your your father's doing marijuana or something, I would hope the kid would feel more loyalty to the parent than to the than to the system generally. Uh, that's just well, I think that's one thing, to... but abusing the child is another. Oh, no, that's uh, totally different. You know, I have no problem with the authority for corporal punishment resting with the parent. Um, but Jim, er earlier you said that, you know, the government has no business teaching values. And, and no, that's what I said. No. Well, you sort of implied that, and I kind of agree with it, but I think on the other hand, schools do. Schools do have, that mm -hmm. is their business to mm -hmm. teach values. Mm -hmm. The problem is the government runs the schools. Mm. And that's where the danger comes in, is, you know, he who pays the piper calls the tune. Um, I'm going to interrupt sure. you just for a second, because Ryan is waving at me mm -hmm. to push. The, we're back to the pushing the button again, are yeah. we? Uh, okay, uh, good morning. Hello? 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 Yes, who's this? John Turner, is that Jim Chapman? Mr. Turner, it is indeed. Are you 50 years old today? I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm afraid to say yes, I am. One half century of Jim Chapman? Isn't it a frightening thought, isn't it? Well, I tell you, it's bigger than the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's very kind of you to call today. We've we've been flooded with calls all morning, and 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 Brian Ryan isn't telling me who's on the line, so it's been a surprise every time I push the button. Well, I enjoyed being on your program a couple of weeks ago, and uh, thank Kathleen for sending a transcript of it, uh, a tape of it. That's very nice. I will do that for sure, and we very much enjoyed having. You. I must tell you, we had a lot of response to your to your comments here, and uh, and uh, let me give you a standing invitation. Anytime you'd like to join us again, we'd be pleased to have you. All right, when I sit down and uh, have, a, have a good scotch tonight, I'll raise the glass in your honor, Jim. Uh, I, I'll look forward to that, and, and uh, I'll tip one to you as well, because yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll be doing I'll, the same. Somebody's throwing you at a party. I mean, 50 years is 50 years. <laughs> it is indeed. Well, well fine. I have no idea what the, the whole day today. See, I, I didn't tell anybody about this. I didn't want anybody to make a fuss about it. So I have no idea what's happening for the rest of the day. So. Well, you have no right to ignore 50 years. Your friends want to say, uh, say hi. Your family wants to salute you. All your pals want to share a kind of a, a brew with you. What the? You know, come on. Well, I, appreci <laughs> I appreciate the thought. And, and you've, you've convinced me. I'm going to enjoy the whole rest of the day now. Yeah, go to the limit. Great. Thanks a lot, John. Okay, bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Former Prime Minister John Turner. Well, that's nice to hear from him, too. Well, he left Raider Center, right? Uh, it'd be fun to get him on here, though. <laughs> now, we had him a couple of weeks ago and on the program, and, and the guy, like, he's he's really got it together. I mean, he's right there. Yeah, I know. I saw him speak uh, when he was in town that mm -hmm. day, and I was really surprised because I always thought of him as being fairly right, but the things that he said uh, were, well, mainly he was talking about globalization and how mm -hmm. we should fight uh, fight it as hard as we can and mm -hmm. that uh, states can still have relevance for people and stuff. And I think, hey, those are all, those are all lefty ideas. <laughs> Give them back. <laughs> 643-1290 is our telephone number. Star 1290 on the Cantel. It is left, right, and center today, and if you've got a comment to... Uh, about our topic, we would enjoy having you join us. And we've got Ernie with us. Hi, Ernie. Hey, happy birthday. Well, thank you, sir. Listen, I just got back from Florida. Yeah. 
and I'm leaving again Monday to go back to some music, but I had to I have to wish you a happy birthday. I can't believe you're 50 years old. I don't look at do I, Ernie? No, you certainly don't. And besides that, I brought you some nice weather, and I don't want anybody to get heavy today on the phone because uh -huh. I'm bringing you this nice weather. I appreciate that. I wanted to go to Cuba, uh -huh. and I told them I was a friend of yours, uh -huh. and they wouldn't give me permission to go into the island. <laughs> over there. Why am I not surprised? I don't know. Uh -huh. And I, so I said the best thing, they sent me back to Florida on one of those boats. <laughs> but anyway, uh, 50 years, I can't believe it's gone by that fast, Jimmy. Uh, neither can I, tell you. And I'm hoping that you'll write a song for the werewolves. Uh, well, you know, we just might. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But I want you to promise me when I get back, I'm back in April again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I want to promise me that maybe you and I will take in a ball game. That'd be fun. And uh, I'll get the tickets because I'm going to buy season's tickets, I think, if they, when I can get them. That'd be fun, Ernie. I'll hold you to that. Okay, and we'll go down, we'll have a brew, and we'll keep celebrating that 50 years. Works for me. Have a great day, Jim. Thanks a lot, Ernie. Bye-bye. Uh, uh, thank you. Oh, yeah, sure. Stephanie, get back in here. Get back in here. <laughs> Stephanie's one of our production staff. Now, I got one of the... She, she's just handing me these all the people we're going to talk about tomorrow. This one's you, true. You gave me one of these yesterday. <laughs> I can believe this one now? Yes, that one's official. All right. Okay. Thanks, Steph. Okay. Tomorrow on the program, we've got Grant Hill, who was at the funeral of King Hussein. He's going to talk to us about that. Um, oh, we got a bunch of stuff. I'll tell you about that later. Uh, it is left, right, and center, though, with Schlemmer and Metz. And um, we're going to pause for just a second. We will be right back. You know, Jim, we're suckers for singing telegrams here, so we can't go on without punching up line one there. And you'll find out all about it. All right, line one. Hello, line one. Hello. Hello. This is a singing telegram from Don Erskine. Yes. <clears throat> mm, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Jimmy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, big boy. Oh, now I know how John F. Kennedy felt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm guessing this is Lisa, is oh. it? You, you're guessing. <laughs> it's a mystery yep. singer. Uh, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna fess up. I'm not fessing oh, up. Okay, all right. Well, thank you so very much. You have and, a wonderful birthday. Please thank Don for me too. I will. Okay, bye bye now. Bye bye. <laughs> I have a feeling that was Lisa Erskine, but I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're uh, it's left, right, and center. We're trying to do it, and uh, but we're, yeah, we are. We got a caller. Hello, Ivan. Hello, Jim. Yes, sir, you had something you wanted to add to our discussion today. That's right. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, corporal punishment doesn't work. Spanking at schools doesn't work. Because I'm, I am a, a, an, an example of that. Yes. In fact, we, when we were in school, in fact, we'd like to go out and get strapped so we could talk about it. Yeah. But, Ivan, the, the, uh, what's being proposed here is legislative changes that would, uh, that would remove any and all authority you have of a, uh, as a parent to make a decision about corporal punishment. You just would not be able to do it, period, end of story, in any situation at any time. No, no, no. Is that appropriate? Well, I saw a program on television where a person was all for this capital pu corporal punishment. Yeah. And this person said to this individual, if you were caught speeding and a policeman came along and hit you over the head with a belly club, do you do you think he should be allowed to do that? No, but I don't think a kid, you should be able to hit a kid over the head either. No, but you should, I, I, I think there's other ways that you can do it. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you, so you, have no, you would have no problem with the government uh, drafting new legislation saying under no circumstances could you ever touch your child? Yes. 
Yeah, because, yes, I, I think so. It's, That's okay. Uh, you could send a note to the parents, but I don't think that a uh, teacher should be able to touch an, another child. Okay. She'd be able to kick him out of the, out of the class. Well, not, they, they, not to, in, uh, but in the Catholic school, I'm told as of yesterday that they haven't been doing this for 30 years. There's been no corporal punishment for 30 years, so this is not new. What they want is they want the government to change the law. So not only in schools, but in every home in, in, in Canada, no child or no parent would ever again be able to raise a hand to a child. Well, I, I don't think for the, for the parents, no. Well, but, but that's but what they're, but that's what they're school, talking about. I don't think so. All right, thanks for the call, Ivan. Okay, Jim. Well, that's really the crux of it for me, and it's less about whether it's the issue of spanking or whatever it is, but here's another example of, of, of the, the government inserting now, itself. Did, and, Bob, you were did, saying... Did I hear you were right, though, that, that this legislation removes parental authority? Yes. From from within the school jurisdiction? No, anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere. The section, and I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it's section well, 55. No, can't, and, can't, can't support that. And it talks about, it, it talks about the, and I don't, again, I don't have the right wording, but essentially it says that parents and teachers acting in local parentis, in the place of the parent, um, have the authority to use uh, 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 corporal punishment within reasonable grounds and they don't specify exactly what reasonable is and a lot of our laws are like that because we want to be able to make a decision or have the courts make a decision whether it was reasonable or not but the the, the proposal as uh, supported by the Catholic School Board the other night in a unanimous vote was they want to see that rescinded so that there would you would then have no ability as a parent or no right or no uh, option to uh, strike a child in any way, shape, or form at any time at all, any place in Canada. It'd be interesting to see how that would play out, though, because I, I, if that's the way it's structured, it basically gives an exception to the law to parents and, and teachers, um, but the general law would still apply. That is, the law of assault and all that, so mm -hmm. presumably you'd just be charged with assault if you, yeah. if you touch a kid, but there's still things like a de minimis um, defense in, in an assault case where you say it was such a minor assault that they, that they won't uh, lay a charge or won't convict and so on. Like, you don't hear about assault convictions unless there's some something more than just sort of a light, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So that discretion would still exist in the court. Uh, in a way, I suppose one thing they're doing is getting rid of a law. <laughs> that, uh, it's not that they're bringing in a new law to say, you know, thou shall not do this, that, the other thing. All they're doing is sort of leveling the playing field for everybody. But, uh, help me with this, because you're a lawyer. If, if you're a police officer then, and they, pat, they do this, they rescind this, and you see somebody swat the kid on the bottom, um, you would be compelled, would you not, to arrest that individual? I mean, you don't, ha you don't have discretion as a police officer to overlook a crime. You would have some discretion if, if the, on the, and this I understand it, as it's on the books now, which says reasonable force or words to that effect, then you as a police officer can exercise your judgment and say, well, I think that was unreasonable, uh, so I am going to proceed, I'm, and you're, you know, we're going to put you into the system, and the courts may decide that it was reasonable, that's fine, but I've done my job. He doesn't have that flexibility if it's, if it's absolutely against the law, does he? Well, I think so. That, uh, and, and I'm not a criminal lawyer, but I think that it happens all the time, that cops have discretion about whether to lay a charge or not. For instance, to see police cruising up and down the 401, and if you're going 115, they don't pull you over, even though it's clearly against the law. But they're supposed to pull. In theory, they are supposed to pull you over. But they don't. And but they're again, supposed that's, to. <laughs> that's the discretion they have. And it's the same thing with barroom fights, for instance. Often they won't lay a charge, even though clearly somebody's bopped somebody else for hockey games. Another example where there's been a lot of controversy around that. Uh, Unrest, but uh, if you if you smack your kid around, they're going to lay a charge in a hurry. But I don't think they have to. I don't think there's any different standard there than there would be anywhere else. And I think it would be up to the individual cop to decide whether there was some whether there was sufficient force used to justify laying a charge or not. There but, was still but, that but, discretion. But, but my whole point is that with, uh, if we rescind this legislation, there's no mention of sufficient force. There's any force at all. Well, what, any what, force what, at all. What led to this?
this kind of legislation anyway? Why do they think they had had to get rid of this? Had because there is there is a group of people out there who believe that there should be no violence ever used against anybody on the planet under any circumstances. So it's not a response to a particular lawsuit or not that I'm case aware or anything like that. No. It's just poli po politics. As far as I know, <laughs> let's go to the phones. Or Bill's on a cell phone. Hi, Bill. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Yes, go ahead, Bill. Hello. <laughs> Ryan, we're gonna have to see if we can get Bill a little tighter there. Um, no, one, thing, one thing this does do, though, is it sort of leads in with another initiative that's been in the school for the last several years, and that is zero tolerance on violence, mm -hmm. student to student. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that's become much tighter than it used to be in the old days. I know of a, a neighbor, for instance, whose son took a little uh, penknife to, to school, and, uh, and the teacher saw it, and he was uh, thrown out of school for three days. Like, they, they don't fool around at mm -hmm. all about violence kid to kid, whereas in the old days, you know, oh, yeah. fights all the time and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So in that sense, I would, I would say that today there's actually less of that going on than there used to be. And so I suppose that this is consistent with that, saying, you know, we don't want to tol tolerate violence or, or physical assaults anywhere. Okay, let's get to see if we can get Bill back. Hello, Bill? Hi, Bill? Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, okay, we're going to the <laughs> Can't do anything about that. I'm afraid, Bill, if you can get to a landline, maybe give us a call. We'd be glad to put you on. But if you can't hear us, uh, tough to have a conversation. Um, 643-1290 is the telephone number, and Robert joins us. Hi, Robert. Oh. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Hi. Um, just about your discussion on, on children. Um, well, I have a seven-year-old, and uh, my wife was of the opinion that, you know, she would never, ever hit her child. And, um, you know, the, the thing was that, like, when he became four and five and stuff, um, you know, we, we did all the right things. You sit down, reason with them, take time out, so do this, do that. But then he just, uh, you know, became sassy and uh, talking back and calling his mother names and stuff like that. And I just said, uh, you know, I've I've heard of both sides of the arguments. It's good. It's good once in a while to to use force and and, and other people who who claim you never should use it. Um, but uh, we we came to the conclusion that. Um, you know, basically, you can argue with kids, uh, or not argue, but try to reason with children as as much as possible. But at some point, unless there is some physical consequences to to his actions, he they don't understand at that young age. Uh, you know, they don't have the reasoning uh, facilities of, of of the adults. And um, the thing is, I, I told her, you know, you're just going to have to, you know, one time, uh, you know. Hit, hit him and let him know who's boss. And I mean, you don't have to beat him, but mm -hmm. just, you know, uh, uh, good to hit on the bum or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, the, the difference in our child was, uh, you know, almost unbelievable. It was like a complete turnaround. And the, the thing that I'm trying to say is that, you know, if you try to reason with them and you never, ever use force or the threat of it, then, uh, you know, children start thinking that they're running the household. And... Uh, fact is is that children children want to know who's the boss of the house and you know as strange as it may sound sometimes when you do use physical force and i'm not talking excessive i'm just talking a, a, yeah. a bump pad or mm -hmm. something it, it, it kids actually um it, it's the way that parents demonstrate their love for the child mm -hmm. um by letting letting them know that hey i'm the parent i'm the boss you know, you're the child, you do what we say. And, um, um, you know, uh, it, with our particular child, uh, we, we've had uh, uh, just the threat of force is enough to, to make him change his mind, whereas, whereas before, um, you know,
us and talk and cajole and everything, and he would just, you know, in one ear and out yeah, the other. Yeah. The, the thing about the straps uh, at schools is, um, uh, you know, my thinking on this is, okay, well, why did it? Why was it an effective uh, teaching aid for over two thousand years? A- and then all of a sudden, uh, thirty years ago, they decide, oh well, you know, we're more enlightened nowadays. But you know, it's it's funny that a lot of people. There was an article in the paper that, about this the other day, and a lot of people seem to think that you know the decline in the education standards and in our school system started along about the same time as the uh, banning of the straps. You're right. There's a lot of people that see a correlation there. Yeah, Bob, I have to leave it, but I appreciate your call. Okay, and there's also some books uh, by a very famous author, Gary Dobson, who's a doctor who who has written on this extensively, and, you know, they call it tough love. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, uh, you know, there is two schools of thought on on this, and, you know, there's... there's, um, uh, uh, benefits from looking at it from either side. I think you're right. Thanks for the call, Bob. Uh, John's with us. Hi, John. Happy birthday, Jim. Thank you, sir. Yeah, this is quite close to home right now for me, this whole spanking thing. It's been a point of argument in my family for, well, eight years. My daughter's eight, so it'll be eight years now. And uh, one school of thought is the half to tell me is don't spank, don't touch, and just talk. And mine was always, well, a swift crack once in a while when warranted is appropriate. Mm-hmm. And my kids are I have eight and five, and they're both well-behaved, well-disciplined children. And the other half's kids, um, who are the non-spanking half, last week they had to go seek help from social services to deal with their daughter. Mm-hmm. And they had to go see a counselor to deal with daughter because she was out of control. Mm-hmm. And this whole spanking issue comes right into play. Yeah. And I found it quite humorous that the Catholic school system, the one that wants to ban it, because when I grew up, I went to a Catholic school. It was the strictest schools around. Yeah, exactly. You didn't dare. The nuns would take you right to the principal's office, and away you go, and you don't move. Yep. And I find it ironic that now it's the Catholic school system that's gone the other way and saying, well, no, it's just, for me, it's social engineering from the leftist side. And, uh, you know, they say, stay out of your bedroom. Well, stay out of my house. Right. I will deal with it. If I break the law and, you, you know, you've hurt your child, that's one thing, and that's the law held before. But now it's... If I had a law saying you must hit your children, it would be just as bad. Yeah. You, know, you can't you know, dictate that sort of an ideal. Well, thanks for the call, John. All right, Jim. Take care. Georgina's up. Hi, Georgina. Hi, Jim. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm along the same line as the other people here. Um, reasonable force is, is a, a sufficient law. We don't need to go overboard and make a whole bunch of new laws, which um, the kids will abuse. Mm-hmm. Because the kids, they, they know that um, if they phone up and report you, then... Even if you're not guilty, there's there's repercussions that you have to face as a as a re, as a result of Absolutely, your phone call. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And um, on the other hand, but like, even though I say um, I'm in favor of letting the parents discipline as they see fit within reason, um, I I go back to the old story of uh, or the old saying, "Spare the rod and spoil the child." Mm-hmm. Now, most people assume that it means uh, you have to hit a child to make them um, love you. Well, at the, at the time of Christ, the rod was a symbol of love. Mm-hmm. So I always interpret that as spare the love and you spoil the child. Yeah, good point. So your, your discipline has to come with love. Yeah, good point. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We pause for a second. Coming back with more Left, Right, and Center with Schlemmer and Matt. 
It's left, right, and center on Talk of the Town this morning with Jeff Schlemmer and Bob Matz. And we're talking about the Catholic School Board's uh, unanimous vote the other night to support the repeal of, we think it's Section 55. We don't have it in front of us here. We think it's Section 55, the criminal code. Um, and, and that's the one that allows parents and teachers to use corporal punishment on their children within reason uh, in order to further, I forget what the phrasing is, but to further good discipline or good conduct or something like that. And my concern is, and my concern really isn't whether it's appropriate to spank your child or not. I, I believe that that's an individual decision that the parent has to make. Um, and if they are abusing their children, we do have laws in place. Now, the laws may not work as effectively as we want, uh, and that's a shame, but I, I, I really get concerned when we start drafting uh, larger laws to take place of every possible eventuality. And uh, that's what troubles me about this, is here's the government one more time. If this happened, now the government's not doing it yet. This is just people who say they want to have it done. But uh, I, I just find it hard to believe that, that the school board hasn't heard from parents who would just totally disagree with this. I mean, all the calls we've got so far this morning mm -hmm. talk about the right of the parent to spank their child yeah. and how it's so much attached to love and discipline and and and, and po you know putting those values into mm -hmm. your child and here is the school board it's supposed to be doing that job saying no we're we're not going to allow this either for parents or teachers i don't get it it's not consistent with what appears to be the public will well it's uh, at least so far on this program i i wonder if they've got many calls on this be interesting to find uh, out that would be yeah. um just strange you know like it I think spanking is, is entirely an age-appropriate issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, once a child's a certain age, and it might vary, you know, between three to five years, depending on the child, it's just no longer appropriate mm -hmm. to, to use corporal punishment. You have, to, you have to use other consequences, unless, of course, force is involved to begin with. Mm -hmm. Well, that's something that, that I'm struck by, is that people always seem to think it's you're either a pro-spanker or you're a pro don't discipline the kid at all, just talk to them. And I, and I don't understand sort of why they don't sort of see the broad range of choices uh, of options in there in the middle. Like from my end of it, I, you know, I, I don't spank uh, my seven-year-old, uh, never did, but on the other hand, he sure gets punished if he does something mm -hmm. wrong, and he's certainly got very firm walls. I agree with the caller who said that you, they need walls. But do you feel that you shouldn't have the right to spank him if he pushed you to the point where all those other methods didn't work? Well, again, I think it comes back to minimum standards. It's like, from my end of it, do I, do I feel I'm ever going to need that right? No, I don't. Um, am I well, afraid somebody else might abuse it? Well, maybe. So is there any Well, whether reason? the right exists or not, if you're going to have an abuser, you're going to have an abuser, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's, that's not going to stop well, that. And, 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 and that's the other thing. Abuse is something that everybody abhors, and punishment is something everybody agrees with. And it's a question of sort of which, when does one become the other? Where do you draw that line? I think that's the distinction. I, I'm, I'm a little concerned because, you know, we, I think... Jim, you mentioned zero tolerance early on, or mm -hmm. this being part of that whole Jeff thinking, or maybe with Jeff. Yeah. You, you know, I think it is, and what I've learned from the zero tolerance concept is it means that you're not allowed to defend yourself. Uh, I've even had high school kids come into my office down at Freedom Party telling me the problems they've had because they get treated just the same as a gang of bullies that might attack them when they, when they go to defend themselves because it's zero tolerance. But see, that's, that, right. and that's and the problem I have with a law that, that proscribes this kind of behavior entirely. My concern is if you're a parent, say, say, this, say this comes to fruition and this is repealed. Uh, and and don't forget the law is force to begin with. Well, you know, yeah. like here we are talking about banning force from, from one constituency yeah. and handing yeah. it all over to the well, government. That's right. So you're in the backyard with your little uh, kid who, uh, I don't know, repeatedly you're told to be careful around the pool or some such thing, yeah. and it's a life, you know, it's, you've got to get this message across. The kid's not paying attention. Right. You give the kid a swat in the, the bottom. Or the hot stove, you know. Or whatever. You give the kid a swat in the bottom, and Susie Busybody's looking over the fence and phones the police. Now, Jeff, I... With all due respect, I think you had a little trouble with de minimis here because if the cops show up in response to a complaint from a neighbor who says this abuse occurred, they've got to lay a charge, as far as I know. Well, again, I don't know. Like, to me, 
there are a couple issues there. One is that uh, sometimes as a parent you react out of out of fear or terror. Your your kid just about falls in the pool. Your kid just about jumps in front of a car or whatever. In those circumstances, those are, are to me when you're most likely to just grab them and say, "Don't ever do that again." You know, and you may give them a whack or whatever. Uh, but again, again, I don't know. I we've got a system where we've got police, we've got uh, judges, we've got people who are not not wackos. These are reasonable people, and I don't think that suddenly they would say, too bad, no, no excuse, no defense, but no if that's discretion. What, but if that's what the law says, if the law says you are not allowed to do this in, under any circumstance, it doesn't say if the police officer thinks it's not too serious. It says you can't do it under any circumstance. But that's the law right now for you and me. And if we, we go into a hockey game and get into a fight, it's the same deal. The, the criminal code applies fully to us, and the only defense that you've got is, well, you know, we're both in a hockey game. There's nothing in law that says that that gives you any excuse, but that's a matter of common law. Uh, so that same thing would happen. There's also the thing about self-defense. You, but know, you can't not, hit somebody. No, yeah, but that's not too no, that one person that. doesn't have the authority over the other. It's a totally different relationship, parent to child or teacher to child. No, no but you're, you're saying that would there be any discretion as to whether to lay a charge? Sorry, I'm putting ink all over your table. <laughs> it's not because it's not I disagree with <laughs> But uh, No, but there, there is a discretion in a system. And to me, one of the things that people need to, to, to understand, and maybe there are reasons this doesn't happen, but judges are generally pretty reasonable, and so are police. And there are laws right now that if they were enforced uh, to the letter, we'd be all in big trouble because we break lots of them every day. But that doesn't happen. And in this case, all they're doing is talking about repealing a section of law. Again, to me, it'd be much worse if they're saying, we're going to bring in a new zero-tolerance law. Parents can't do this, that, and the other thing. The part relating to the word reason, reasonable yeah. force. And you're saying judges and people like that are reasonable. Well, when the law says you can no longer be reasonable... And let's not and forget that it's it only... It's, you can't oh, be reasonable. Well, it it's, say only, it, it's, it's only a part, but the rest of that, what it talks about is proscribing violence. The rest of that section says you can't hit this, you can't, 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 can't. Here's this one little exception for you parents. So it's, it's not just that they want to repeal that we're going to have one less law in the books. That's not the case at all. What it's going to mean is we're going to extend that prohibition to this kind of behavior to every parent in the country. Well, and their intention, I presume, uh, not knowing, but I presume their intention is that that's what they want. They don't want anybody spanking anymore. And I, I weighed in at the start of the show saying, well, I think occasionally a bit of physical force is one of the, one of the tools you use. You know, it's in there with, uh, with the timeouts. It's in there with, with everything else. Frankly, spanking is often a lot easier than doing other things. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to put them in the room, you've got to stay there and guard the room practically to keep them in there. Yeah. There are other things that are a lot harder to do, but I think are more effective in the long run. And I think that children learn a lot from us. And I think that the main thing that they learn is that, uh, it, you know, if we are worthy of respect, they'll respect us. But we can't force them to respect us by saying, I'll spank you if you don't respect me. You know, but you can sure to, lose their respect if you don't spank them when they need it. They don't. Well, I'd say that's a question. Do they ever need it? Do they need uh, punishment? Yes. Does it have to be corporal? I mean, you heard I the testimony so. of Rob there earlier, just with his experience with his seven-year-old. I agreed with everything he said, except that he said, again, that the only option to spanking is talking to the kid and reasoning with them and so on. I agree. You can't reason with a five-year-old. You know, and I've seen people try, and it just drives you nuts. What you do is you explain to them, I'm the parent. This is the way it's going to be. I, you know, and I've got some good reasons for doing this. If you don't like it, there will be, there will be punishment. And here's what it'll be. Bang, bang, bang. And it'll be consistent. It'll be immediate. You know, uh, those things all have to be very firm. But does it have to involve hitting? I don't think so. Okay, we're going to pause for a second. We'll be back to wrap up this edition of Left, Right, and Center. We're back on Left, Right, and Center. Cliff's been waiting. Hi, Cliff. Good morning. Yes, sir. Listen, I could call tomorrow and tell you how uh, much I thought of this part of your program. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to call while uh, Jeff and uh, your other friend there are on. Yeah. And tell them that uh, this is... Uh, the best part of this is the best part of talk of the town, and it's a very informative talk. And I hope you guys are on for a long time wow. with this program. Well, I hope so and, too. And I, I'm not even a lot. 
and I've heard a lot of good comments about this part of the show. Well, great. I'm 70 years old, and you can learn something from it. There you go. And I hope the other people do, too. Glad to hear that, Cliff. Thanks for the okay. vote of encouragement there. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Well, that is nice to hear, eh? Yeah, no kidding. Well, I was saying when we were off the air that I uh, had dinner with my parents on the weekend, and uh, my dad was uh, was telling me how I was slam dunked a couple of weeks ago that I was on the ropes. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> the, uh, oh, I don't know, got a couple minutes here to wrap this up. I don't know if we can wrap it up. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens now. The, the Catholic Board has voted unanimously, unanimously to support this, but there's no, as far as I know, there's no major initiative going forward. So this may just be a an opportunity for them to stand up and say this is what we think is appropriate and it may be the last we hear of it. But I, I would ask you, Bob, does it make you a little nervous? Well, very. I, I think the primary value we should be teaching kids regarding force is that the initiation of force against another person whenever you want something that they won't comply with or agree with is wrong. And that the only justifiable, not necessarily right, but justifiable use of force is in self-defense. Mm -hmm. And I think if you ingrain those values in, in people from a very young age and make it clear to them why that has to be a rule of society, uh, you've solved half your problems. Jeffrey? Well, I think from my end of it that uh, kids are mimics. Kids, you know, more than we think, uh, model their behavior after the way we are. And I think that uh, even though it may not be the easiest route to go, I think it's important to show them, look, at, there are ways of dealing with problems other than through physical violence or physical force or whatever word. I don't, I don't mean to use an emotive word, but other than uh, physical force. Um, and that uh, there are lots of other things you can do that, uh, that I think can have much more of an effect. For instance, we talked about shaming earlier on. Mm -hmm. uh, embarrassing people is a real good way to get them to stop doing things. It doesn't have to come back to force. And even though, as I say, it may take more work, I think that that's the way that you genuinely mold their behavior. And I think that that's the way you encourage respect for, uh, for adults uh, from the kids as well. Uh, I think as far as whether a school board should raise it, you know, why not? The, you know, they're an elected body. If they're getting a ton of flood of calls, you can bet they'll change their mind, and that's the way democracy works. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. A pleasure, as always. And thanks to, my particular thanks to uh, um, uh, to Vicky at the front desk, uh, who I know worked so hard uh, to get all these calls on. She must have gone crazy down there. To Kathleen and Ryan for setting all this up, and Stephanie, too, and, and just everybody who made this the, the, really the most memorable birthday of my life, and, and that's particularly special because it was one I was trying to duck. So uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, it's just been extra, extra, extra special. We'll see you tomorrow on the program. We'll get a whole bunch of stuff. Um, for Jeff and for Bob and for Ryan and Kathleen and Stephanie and Vicki and everybody else, uh, it's Jim saying take care of each other and mind how you go. And uh, we'll be back here in half hour with Bob Pohill for Ask the Experts. Don't miss that. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye.